0: For all, NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up guys? Welcome to Golden Spaces an Odyssey original podcast with Matt and Justin. We were here recording right after the Lakers game. Uh, the Warriors just got blown out in. So a few things. We said we were, we announced on the last episode that our shows would be available in full on YouTube, and they will, and that that was supposed to start today, but Justin and I (laughs) together made executive decisions that (laughs) it just did not feel right to do that for this game, and I feel like that should be self-explanatory, so um Yeah, just not today. Uh, And we're not going to be recording. Typically, as you guys know, if you're a regular listener of Golden Spaces, we typically record on the second night of a back-to-back. But with it being the first game back of the season, not of the season, but the first game back after All-Star, we thought we should probably do the show tonight. So we did it tonight with the idea that we're sort of preview the next game. Um, so there won't be a pod tomorrow. So look out for the full, we'll, we'll just announce and let you guys know, but it's coming soon. And we know at the very latest, whenever Steph returns, it's gonna, you know, we're gonna do it, but coming in coming soon in the near future. So thank you for your patience. I don't think you wanna see me and Justin looking all moody and grouchy anyway, so... Um, You'll just hear our voices tonight. And, uh, you know, it's coming. You guys requested it and asked, and it's coming. So thank you for your patience with us. With that being said, Justin, you know, I was sort of like, I don't know how you feel, but I was sort of frustrated seeing, like, the timeline coming in where people were like, oh, I just know we're going to get blown out, whatever folks were saying. And I only... You know, look, I, I knew it was gonna be an uphill battle without Wiggins. <laughs> Excuse me, plus staff, obviously. Uh and the last game that they played against the Lakers and should have won, LeBron was out. Um, but Clay was hitting, they just looked on. There were like a lot of things happening, right? I can't remember. I think Andrew did play in that game, but I guess my larger point is do I think the Warriors could have still won this game in theory? Yes, but no, like I felt like the way they started, I sort of knew, okay, yeah, like it's going to be that kind of game because like clay in, in the beginning, very very beginning sort of looked to be hitting some shots, but Mm -hmm it just I don't you know it's its like crazy because we say we want the all-star break because they need a break and they did but they looked all out of sorts out of rhythm um it just like I don't know they just I'm like okay oh okay it's gonna be one of these kinds of games and I, I sort of sensed that very early so no one was making shots there were a lot of bricks it just it, the, the early signs were there so that's sort of my takeaway and as annoyed as I am about, you know, them losing overall, not specifically this game, I just, you know, it's without Steph. There's no way on the court. Like just is what it is. You know, like I can't take much more away from it than with those two factors being at play. So those are my thoughts.
1: Yeah. The same thoughts is just, you, you want to see them have like a better effort out there. You want to see them, not that they weren't playing hard, but you want to see them, you know, have have the game be a little bit more competitive down to the wire. Like that third quarter run, that you know, after the Warriors kind of cut the lead to one, it just kind of not ended the game, but you just knew the Warriors didn't really have another gear that they can get to, um, like without Steph and without Wiggins. So, um, it's it's going to be it's going to be a challenge without those guys. I know at least for the next few games. Hopefully, Steph is back. You know for the clippers game that is that's coming up or something like that, but you know going into this part of the season after the all star break, I said like they they should be aiming to go three and one for these first four games um and I mean that's still in play the Lakers it was just gonna be a tough game to win in l a after all star break with both LeBron and a d playing no Steph, no Wigs, no Gary, no Andre, even though they haven't really had they haven't had Gary and Andre all season. But um it was gonna be a tough win. But I mean AD and LeBron didn't really do much. Like they didn't play to the top of their abilities, and the Lakers still kind of just routed them. So it's gonna take a consistent defensive effort. I think it wasn't great tonight. They're just their ball contained wasn't great. Um, you know, Draymond does his typical good job on Anthony Davis and you know, Dre Looney and the guys that they have make life a little bit tougher for LeBron with his like, you know, he's like lost some of his his step his first step and all that type of stuff. So teams that can match his like size and stuff like that can, can give him a little bit of issues. But it's the others like the role players killing him. Like Austin Reeves killed them. Dennis Schroeder killed them. So they really gotta they really gotta shore up the defense um, in the margins and just make sure they're on a on a string so guys like that don't hurt them right um, and if they do that it comes down to Jordan and Clay making shots and a team like the Lakers where Anthony Davis can just sit in the paint on Draymond it makes it really tough for Clay and Jordan to get clean looks off guys can just face face guard them the whole time and Draymond is just left open or forced to try to finish over AD which is not going to happen so uh knew the Lakers is going to be a tough win just because of that matchup. But they got three winnable games after this one. So we, we just see if they can get that defense in order because that's the that's priority number one.
0: Yeah. So uh something I want to correct from the last episode. I think when I was looking at the looking at the schedule, I was looking via the app and I I had clicked one of the games. So when you do that, it appears blue. And I and I said mistakenly that. Minnesota was an away was an away game but it's actually a home game so that's good because I was like oh wait a minute they do have four home games and you were saying that and I think some of the messaging was off that was my error so you're right they they do have the four next games at home which I think really they need um there's no denying that without staff and I don't know how long without wigs it was reported today. No timetable. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be long, but it just means we don't know. Um, they they need to have the home games. They need chase. You know, they they need that energy, right? The role players need that energy. Um, <laughs> they just did not have it. <sighs> I'm so sorry, they they did not have it tonight. So you're right. They before when I said two and two. That was based on me thinking two of the games were away. But, and when I say two and two, I mean in this four game stretch, but I don't know. I just, the the no wigs thing is really unfortunate. Um, but something else that we have said is we sort of feel like that the Steph return date is gonna somewhat be tied to how they perform, you know? Um, and I, I don't think they're gonna like, put Steph out there if he can't go. But he was moving around like <laughs> on the bench. He seemed to look good and was moving around a lot and they're just they're they're not going to survive much without him. So I just I don't expect this to be like I think we're definitely going to see Steph by March. I mean, you said by the Clippers game, which that would be March. That would be March 2nd would be the first Clippers game. And that's sort of mm-hmm. in my mind where I had him returning at the beginning of March. But I just I just feel like especially if they struggle over these next three games, I feel like there's no chance we're not seeing him by that time.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't, but if they do, it's definitely gonna be break glass time at that point because you're running out of games. And this is like I said last last episode, this is the stretch. Like where you should be capitalizing on, you know, stacking some wins because that March stretch is just nasty. Yeah, right. They got they got what it looks like uh, eight out of ten games on the road from March fifth to March twenty second, and the two games that aren't on the road are against Milwaukee and Phoenix, both who should be with Giannis and KD back. So that's just a really really nasty stretch right there, and they they they're going to take some L's over that stretch. So you got to stack the W's now. And then you got to stack the W's immediately after that, when you get another home stretch um, to end the season. So it's, it's, it's go time right now. If They can if they can't win these next few games or at least two out of the next three games, they, they are in the danger zone for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, the goal here is to, to be in the top six, like you got to be in the top six, but you know, I, Kerr had some recent comments, which they weren't that recent. They were actually before All-Star break, but they signed up. They kind of became, I guess, more aware to the rest of us. Like when asked about, um, you know, Anthony Lamb in terms of playing him, not Anthony Lamb. They were just, at, he was asked about pe- um, Pat Baldwin That's Jr. And, you know, playing him more, you know, and to, you know, how how does he, you know, avoid him turning out like the next James Wiseman and he just had like a visceral reaction to that. And I love the question. I do. I really do. And I think his answer was bullshit, to be honest, you know? Um Mm -hmm. and he
1: was like, how could you ask that?
0: Because he was like,
1: I don't know what made you ask that or something like that.
0: Yeah, so it was, uh, you know, I think it was Rado, right? Is that how I pronounce it? It was from the Damon and Rato show on Mm -hmm. um, 95.7 The Game. Um, And like, you're not going to convince me, again, people still debating with me about Anthony Lamb. What did Anthony Lamb do tonight? You all watched the game. What did he do?
1: It's
0: like they're telling me, you know, Pat Baldwin Jr. is a project. Okay, well Anthony Lamb is not good. So to (laughs) me, there's no difference between a player who is not good and another player who is a project. You might as well invest in in the project who is more talented and has like more upside. Anthony Lamb is not helping this team. And it does not seem like you're getting anyone on the buyout market. And this is just what makes the Warriors so unpredictable because if healthy with their pieces back, they're really hard to beat, but we just don't know if they're going to have their pieces back. And we don't know if we're going to get to see it like all put together before the playoffs start. So it's sort of a question. I mean, it's not a question to me, or you I don't think because we know what they can do but they want to at least make sure they're in the best position and that best position would be being in the top 6 in the west.
1: Mhm. It's it's going to yeah, it's going to take them getting all together sooner than later as we know. We haven't we haven't seen it all season. Literally, we haven't seen this team all together, everyone healthy, full rotation, like so hopefully we see it at some point Because <laughs> uh, they're definitely going to need it They're going to need it to get to the six seed um, Or even to Even to get out of the um, 9-10 round Because you yeah. want to at least have a chance at 7 um, I think if they're in that Play-in game 7-8 You know, I like their chances To get 7 and if they get Memphis in the first round That might be Exactly what they need to wake up You know, and and go into the playoffs like you know with a chip on their shoulder and something to prove against a team that really brings the best out of them. And you know, so seven six is, is what they what they should be aiming for at this point.
0: Yeah. All right. I think uh, it's probably time for us to break here. I just don't have much more to say on the dub. So if you were tuned in to Golden Space of an Odyssey Original podcast with Justin and Matt, we will be right back. All NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. What up, what up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey Original Podcast with Justin and Nat. We are back, we are back, and the Warriors' next game... Um, on this back-to-back is versus the Houston Rockets. So, I mean, they've beaten the Rockets already this season, Justin. Um, and for some reason, I feel like that was also a back-to-back game. Am I making that up? I'm a little lazy. Uh, to go back I believe
1: back it back.
0: was. I feel I like it might have been.
1: It was, because I remember Clay did not play in... If I remember correctly, Clay didn't play and Jordan started. And that kind of like sparked the whole, when Jordan starts, because he, he had a really good game against him, I'm pretty sure.
0: So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm going to just chalk tonight up to like, it's a a game after the layoff. <laughs> You're missing some guys.
1: Actually.
0: It wasn't a back-to-back.
1: The very first time they played them this season, it was not a back-to-back. Clay had 40. The second time they played them this season, it was a back-to-back.
0: Yeah, so the last game.
1: Yeah, the last game. And Wiggins went off. And that was the last game Wiggins played before he got hurt.
0: So we've Pretty beaten sure. them, though, both games.
1: Yes, they are terrible. But they were one of them was kind of close, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, the Rockets won't be easy, but because they're young and whatever, you know, Kerr kind of pulled or waved the white flag early tonight. So didn't even try to get back in this game. And I think that was just a good decision. It's like, let's preserve what we, what we have and can for the next game. So again, we don't know if there will be any wigs, but at least for this game... At least for this game, they will be at home, so that's one big positive, positive. Uh, and it's the Rockets who are not as good of a team, so they have a chance in that kind of scenario, right?
1: Yes, but you run a, it's dangerous when um, you, you are on a back-to-back and the Rockets are probably the youngest team in the league, if not one of the youngest. And this is their first game back from All-Star. So they, they're they fresh and they're younger than you. <laughs> so it's just a try not to let it turn into too much of a track meet because they're probably going to have more legs than you will. But they should beat the Rockets. Like the Rockets have lost like seven games in a row something like that. They're terrible. They're tanking for Wimayama. So take care of business early. And try to, you know, get some momentum going to take care of you into the next game.
0: I mean, obviously, you need Clay to, to hit some shots. And their defense, um, the Rockets' defense isn't great. But, I mean, this feels like a game where you need Jordan and maybe like a Kaminga to take advantage of things and step up. You know, um, mm-hmm. we need some athletes. Those are some of our athletes who are there. And, um you know, Dre, Dre will be able to outsmart this team, you know? Uh, So those would be some of their advantages since they, they don't have the youth. I mean, we have the youth, but you know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's probably going to be a tie Jerome game as well. Just very methodical high IQ shot maker. The Rockets, like you said, their defense is terrible. Guards usually cook them. So Big Jordan Poole game, hopefully good clay game and probably a, a good Ty Jerome game as well. Should do the trick.
0: Yeah. It's, it's great that you mentioned Ty Jerome because I was thinking of him and that ridiculous floater that he took tonight. Did you see that? It was early. It? Oh no, he made it, but it was like, it went up so high in the air and like, to me, it's just like, when he did it, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Like, that's not going to go in. And then it really fucking went in. I was just like, <laughs> um, our our, our guy, Joe Varai, if you go back and kind of look tonight, he tweeted it so you can see. it was I tweeted about it, Gosh. too, but I didn't include video. Joe included video. I was just like, okay, even for Ty Jerome, that is ridiculous floater.
1: <laughs> Ty is a shot maker. I'm pretty sure he's shooting like 50, 40, 90 this season.
0: Yeah, he is, he, but, you he's know. He's a good player. He, yeah, I mean, he just better be the one that if they're going to sign a two-way, it, it's him because.
1: Right. He's Lamb, shooting 51 41, 91 Yeah. <laughs> he's not good. He missed every shot he took tonight. Um, again, looked small, um, not as athletic as the guys out there, just completely outclassed as an athlete. And when you're not when you when you are outclassed as an athlete, you better be playing harder than everybody else. And you better be making some shots. And he was not doing that.
0: So I don't know what people are watching when they tell me that. Oh, he's better defensively. Better at what? Like what? And what are they watching?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I just he'll, don't he'll have it. the
1: occasional he'll have the occasional possession where he kind of. He stays in front of a guy for more than one dribble and people all of a sudden thinks that he can be a a decent point of attack defender uh, or wing defender. It's just not the case. It's not the case.
0: It is not. Well, there you have it. They're playing the Rockets tomorrow. They need a win. They don't want to fall two games below 500. So they need a win. I think you'll sense a little bit of desperation. Uh, you know teams like this when Draymond Knows I think that the team is not as smart Like They'll try to take advantage of that
1: mm-hmm. Yeah I just saw the Ty Jerome Floater you were talking about I did see that in real time
0: <laughs> That was ridiculous yeah. right? Yeah yeah he's tough He's tough I like Ty Alright guys you were tuned in To Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast it's Justin and Nat. We will be right back. For all, NBA. For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. What up? What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We are back. We are back. Our beloved Dubs fell tonight to the Lakers. And um, speaking of the Lakers, though, I, I like. I just think in general, Justin, like we should maybe it's it's post All Star, so maybe not necessarily take a look around the league, but let's take a look around the Western Conference. Um, the Lakers, you know, earlier I was on TV earlier today and I said that, I mean, some of their moves are nice, but I still am not sure about them actually making the playoffs. Maybe they'll make the play in, um, especially with, um, the Pelicans continuing to drop. And I think Zion's timetable was pushed back. I'm just not sure how much they're going to survive without him. So that's a team I could see them maybe overtaking, um, I don't know that I really see them getting in the top six, but, you know, potentially getting a playing spot regardless. Um, something's going on with Braun. I don't think he's fully healthy. Um, so just something to watch. Cause obviously they need him to, you know, to, to be healthy and to be Braun, Braun at the most effective Braun at, this stage of his career but they still need him so um something to watch out for but a lot of teams that we needed I think tonight took L's uh even though we're not catching Memphis they took an L so let's just start there because (laughs) I always enjoy that and how they fell apart and I mean but to me the good thing about that is like you just see like they're just not that disciplined. Like everyone says like, they're ready, ready to take the next step, ready to do this, blah, blah, blah. But you know, even in that game tonight versus the Sixers, like they couldn't make threes. They, you know, and it was for like a long stretch of the game. Like Bain started out hot, but then he went cold. And after that, like they couldn't get anything going, you know? And um, they're just there, you know, I don't think they're ready yet, but to me, it just also demonstrated like, this is a beatable team. You know, I know, like, I don't think people say as much, like they're the Warriors kryptonite or whatever, you know, people were talking all of that, you know, last year, but there was still a lot of, Oh, you know, if Ja would have played and I just, hopefully that's died down and that notion has gone away, but you, you are right that if they were to see this team, you know, if it was like a two seven matchup or whatever, that maybe that it would wake them up, perhaps. I still personally would like the 3-6 and and Mm. getting, like, the the Kings. It's sort of like last year when Steph was coming off injury and, like, Denver was, like, a good warm-up series, you know, Um, even though they had home court, right, in that series. I just think that in a case like this, that functions as a home court for them if they're in Sacramento and look, I get it. It will be the Kings first time making the playoffs in years. So I expect their fan base to turn up and be crazy. But at the end of the day, it's just too close for there not to be like a large warriors contingent in there. So I do think that's the best scenario, but yeah, I just, I I watched the Grizzlies tonight and while I delight in them losing, my big takeaway is like this team is totally beatable. I'm not afraid of them.
1: For sure. They're, if, if if anything, they just might beat themselves. Like they're still very young minded. They're still um, a, probably a piece of two away as far as like really being a legitimate contender just because like their half court offense, like I said before, isn't great. Shot selection at times from, from some of their main guys, like, After Bain tried to tie the game up, Brooks for sure, Uh, once they replace him, then they will be a little bit scarier. But um, Bain tried to tie it up twice at the end of the game, missed. Jaron gets a rebound with like a fresh 10 seconds and just launches a three from the corner. It's like, okay, bro, you're really not that level shooter. So they just do stuff like that. Um, And then there's always the, the issue of John Morant, like his size on defense and you know, defensive rebounding and stuff like that in a series against a team like Golden State, where they really exploited that last season where Andrew, you know, got a ton of offensive rebounds. Gary Payton got his hands on a ton of offensive rebounds in the game and a half that he played, um, and it really makes a difference. So I'm definitely not scared of Memphis. Um, but I do think – I mean, like like you said, the Kings is the preferred matchup. It would be super close to, you know, their home arena. They would barely have to do any major traveling – um, the team that they would be playing it's not great defensively, so it would be a nice offensive tune up game for them and it would be a good test for their defense for whoever they see in a, in the next round um, which will probably be Memphis so that path either way, I think that path is good because seeing Sacramento and then Memphis afterwards would be you know I think the most favorable path to the conference finals so you don't have to see. Um, Denver or Phoenix until you get there um, or if you get Memphis in the first round and then probably see either whoever wins between Sacramento and um in Dallas which would be the, much of the same thing right a lot of offense not a lot of defense so that path I think is the best course for the for the Warriors but they got to start stacking some wins to to get out of that 9-10 range
0: for sure Um, I mean, who do you think, though, looking at the standings would be if they if the Warriors are going to come in and take that sixth spot? You know, I feel like like the other teams, like I don't see like I don't I don't see the pals with Zion out getting back there. I don't see it being Minnesota or Utah. So you're talking about like Dallas having to drop out of the top six or Phoenix or the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers did add Russ, which still sort of baffles me that they did. <laughs> um, and I don't know if he's going to hurt or help the team. I'm, I'm really not trying to go in on Russ. I had a rare moment of just kind of feeling bad for him in terms of like how people just like go at him. But I just, I'm not sure if the how that's going to help or hurt the Clippers. But, you know, the Clippers, Suns and Dallas, you know, I don't know what the Suns, you know, they, they to me, have more to sort of, I don't know, maybe figure out and put together than, like, a Dallas. Though, right before the break, Kyrie and, and Luca they won tonight, I believe, but it was against San Antonio. But,
1: right. you
0: know, I don't, we probably, before or the next time we record, need to maybe take a look at the strength of schedules and the remaining schedules, because I'm just not sure which one of these teams is most likely I think I think Sacramento's going to hold on and stay in the top six I don't see them taking any major drops but maybe because I just don't know their schedules but
1: I think their schedule is pretty nasty is it it's pretty nasty they got I mean just out the gate Clippers OKC OKC all on the road Clippers again Minnesota New Orleans is not great New York Phoenix Milwaukee um, Brooklyn's no pushover at this point. Boston, Phoenix, um, Dallas, Golden State, Denver, last two games of the season. So it could get it can get rough for them. Um and they haven't been they've been just okay. Like they started out good and they had those big win streaks, but like over the last ten or so games, they've just been like five hundred level. So we'll see. But they can drop all these teams can drop that's the whole thing like because every team in the league is like is mid so it's like anybody can beat anybody anybody can lose to anybody so i guess it is i think it's just going to come down to the wire like it might come down to last five or six games of the season like whoever you know it might be even last game of the season type of thing like decide some seating
0: right well the suns have the thundernecks and then they have the Bucks, the Hornets, the Bulls, the Mavericks. I mean, those are beatable teams, but they're supposed to be getting Kevin Durant back March first. So they only have two more games to play until they get him. Not saying that it's just gonna all fit together when they do, but that would have him coming back when they play the Hornets. I think that they can beat the beat the Hornets, even if they're not like together as a team. And then they have the mm-hmm. Bulls. So I don't know their first real challenge I guess is like the Mavericks um the Mavericks sort of I feel like own (laughs) own the Suns ever since last season but you know now they'd have Kevin Durant so yeah you're right it'll be interesting to sort of see but tonight some there were some good losses for teams that benefit us right so Mm -hmm. you know who lost tonight uh The Pelicans lost. Pelicans Um, lost. The Thunder lost.
1: Yeah.
0: Thunder, yeah. So there you go. One of those teams would have to drop out. I want to still say, like, it's probably going to be the Mavericks, but I have no basis for that. Obviously, if they didn't get Kyrie, I'd feel a lot more confident about that. But these teams just have things to figure out. And will they figure it out enough? Will they figure it out quickly enough? You know? Or 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 will the Warriors just be in the in the play in? So who knows? Time will tell. Time will tell. All right. I well, agree. I don't think there's more to say on that. Six. Six is actually my favorite number. I'm not making that up, so for purposes of this let's go six that's what <laughs> it was,
1: it was, that was that was my favorite number for a long time too so it might mean oh, look something
0: look at that there's so much Justin and I have in common I don't even know why that's your favorite number but look at that look at that <laughs> alright y'all um, it is late on the east coast it's after one in the morning and the Warriors do not warrant any more of mine or Justin's time so we still love them we still believe in them it's just, it's just go time. That's all it is. It's go time. It's go time. So we need to get there however we get there. And then it's a new season come the postseason. So we just need to get there. All right. So <sighs> with that, we are going to wrap. We thank you for tuning in and listening. We will keep you posted on when the YouTube full videos will start. But it will be the very near future, right? Thanks for tuning in. Follow subscribe we're on twitter and instagram at golden spaces pod until next time take care guys